All right, we are live, everybody. Thank y'all for tuning in again to the Let's Heal podcast. I am Tyrell, and as y'all see, we have our special guest, Sean Allen. So um, I will be right back. Everybody just stay right where y'all are. Y'all already know the routine of how this show flows. Stay right there. We are back with the Let's Heal podcast. I am Tyrell, as y'all already know. Um, and today I am joined with um, a special guest. So th this month, like um, every time I'm on here, I try to make sure that this podcast is purposeful. And this month is Pride Month. So I chose to go with the theme self-discovery and freedom because Pride Month is all about that to me, for me, with me. It's all about self-discovery, finding out who you are, not only in this world, but uh, to other people. And then the freedom that it brings you as you figure out who you are. So I decided to invite Sean Allen um, on here today because I've been watching him. I've been, um, you know, we've been crossing paths. And he also did the What is Healing to You a piece of the video that I started and created and things like that. So I appreciate some of the words that he has to speak and some of the things that he does. So I'm not going to even introduce him, but I'm going to let him do it himself. So Sean, tell everybody who you are, what you do, you know, what, 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 tell people about you, about you. Well, first, let me go ahead and first, thank you for having me on the Let's Heal podcast. Very excited to share with your platform. It's exciting. It's going to be an exciting segment and powerful. Yeah. We're talking about freedom and liberty. So I am Sean Allen. I'm a life coach, a speaker, and also a podcast host here in the Atlanta area. And I've been now working in the life coaching division of my business for about two and a half years now, but speaking for almost 15 years um, to people, live trainings, um, in-house seminars, workshops, and segments. So excited wow. to into a new division. All things are going well. Yeah, definitely. So uh, disclaimer, everybody, if y'all hear that in the background, because I got a real good microphone and it's raining outside. So I'm sure y'all probably hear the raindrops, but the show must go on until it can't go on um, because I don't know what this rain is going to do. And this rain has been crazy here in Atlanta. So that's my disclaimer for anybody who hears that rain in the background. Um, so like I said before, this show is about self-discovery and freedom. And, I, and and Sean, you have a long list of things that you do and about who you are and things like that. So I'm interested in finding out, like, let's take, take me all the way back to the beginning before you became Sean Inspires. Tell me what was going on with you then. Yeah. You know, to kind of, I guess, help with your self-discovery. Okay, so I will start um, early on in my career. I worked a lot in entertainment, film, and television on the administrative side. Um, I also worked on the administrative side in nonprofit administration and also healthcare. 
So my journey started out with strong administrative um, gifting, went to school to study business and marketing. Mm -hmm. So I thought I was going to <laughs> become this big PR guy, right? Ain't, ain't that high girl? <laughs> so that was my plan. That's what I thought. However, my hands did touch a little bit in those different capacities, working in marketing departments, but never fully moving in that PR vein of what I yeah. do. However, that was a bigger dream for me. And that comes with that self-discovery and that comes with freedom, which we'll be talking more about tonight. So right. that was the beginning part of my career. And then later on ended five years working with um, Neiman Marcus as a product specialist for five years. I launched a brand for them and ended up working from one brand to another brand. So I reached the pinnacle. I didn't want to be a GM. I didn't want to go into the buying division, had those opportunities, but that was not my passion. I'm a very passionate person. And I believe that you should move where your passion is driving you to. Okay. So set, I would have did the job and did it well. However, it wasn't my heartbeat. It wasn't my drum, right? I'm right, a guy right. by the beat of my own drum. And so being that I've always strong arms going off. I love it's it. Gonna, it's gonna, you know, I'm going to mute my, my sound because it's going to be one of them shows. I see it. Keep talking. It's quite all right. It's quite all right. So administratively and leadership-wise, in every capacity I've had, I've always been in that leadership, leading people, guiding them, coaching them, mentoring them. So all of that makes up the composite of a leader. However, when we go deeper into the self-discovery dynamic of who Sean Allen is and what he's now doing, I resigned from my position with no plan. I had mentors and leaders telling me, it's time for you to move on. You've reached the pinnacle. We know you're gonna be doing this, you're gonna be doing that. It's great for other people to tell you what they see in you. Right. But until you go and do self-discovery and spend time with you and spend time with your creator, it is only then that I believe that your full destiny and purpose is unveiled to you. And so I resigned, I had no plan, but I spent a lot of time in prayer and meditation trying to figure out where I was going, mm -hmm. what I was going to do, and what that map would look like, right? So it was basically self-discovery with the yeah. fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you know what? Usually you, you, you really find out what you are capable of when fear is invoked in you, especially when it comes to work. Like when you've been doing something for so long yeah. and the universe, the higher power, whoever you, you know, it, it, you, you don't necessarily ask for it, but it kind of kicks you out the door because I remember it happened to me. So, and then it's like, well, damn, what am I going to do? Because I've been doing this for so long. Which way do I go? Absolutely. And so I allowed fear. I'll, I'll share this with the audience for any listeners that are out there that questioning or feel the tug to move into purpose as you're on the journey of self-discovery, as we're in Pride Month, moving in freedom, mm -hmm. I would say be open and listen to what the universe want to download to you, even though yeah. you don't have a plan written. Right. Sometimes you have to do things afraid, right? Right, right. Plus, that at every step, the universe want you successful. The king of the universe want you successful. Right. Allow that to be your fuel of inspiration to drive you in the path of self-discovery, whether it's a spiritual journey, a professional journey, and becoming an entrepreneur, taking a VP position, whatever that journey may look like, relationship, be open to live yeah. 
what the universe want to download and deliver. Yeah, you, you also have to, you know, not only, I guess, not allow fear to control you, but don't be afraid to try different things. Try something new. You know what I'm saying? Like, figure out, like, from I know for me, when I was laid out from my job, I didn't know which way was up. And I said, okay, so what am I going to do now? That's where I learned how to make bracelets. Wow. Just something that small. And, and I kid you not, bracelets, that's when everybody was wearing the Shambhala bracelets. And I was like, I have to learn how to do this because I don't just want to wear them. I need to be able to make some money from them. And, and that's just kind of how my mind works. That's how my mind has always worked. I'm always like, how can I make some money from this? So I've learned how to make bracelets and bracelets paid my rent for a year because I just took a chance. Wow. Wow. Amazing. You took a you took a chance because you were open. Right. And a lot of people, I believe they shield themselves because of fear. Right. My first nugget of encouragement would be to the listening audience is allow yourself to be open. Yeah. Take notes, y'all. Y'all better take notes tonight. Y'all better take notes. <laughs> Allow yourself to be open, right? Uh, and pay attention to the signs that come. And it may be as you're on your current job, yeah. in the grocery store, in the, watching a movie, at the gas station. The universe has a way of giving us many different messages. When yeah. It's not always going to come in an audible voice. It does come in an audible voice. However, there are other signs that lead you to your place of purpose, your mm -hmm. operation of passion as you are in this self-discovery. And so one of the other things I think, Tyrell, I want to share with the listeners is when you are in self-discovery, you are finding out things that about you that are not just for now, but for your future. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you definitely carry things and pieces with you as you go through that, that, that change, because nothing is constant but change. I'm always preaching that. Yeah, absolutely. And so be able to recognize that, wow, I'm getting so many downloads once I'm open, but is that for now? So right. It is for now, but then most times, a lot of it is for your future. Right, and, and a lot of the lessons that you go through during that time of trial and error, you're going to continue to apply, because here's the thing about, lessons and change and stuff like that you're going to continue to go through the same lesson until you get it in order to move to the next level you know so you hear people say well why do i keep getting the same kind of job why do i keep running into the same kind of dilemma why do i keep this and it's like you are missing a point in that lesson that's going to repel you to the next step so you need to next time you go through it yeah, you need to be paying attention to you know the the people that are around you the way that you handle the situation, the way that you communicate to and for people, you know, there's different things that, like you said before, it's not going to be extremely obvious, but there are things that you need to be paying attention to in order to get what you need to be able to move forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so and when we get to the freedom side of it, yeah. I did not realize when I was functioning in my previous capacities, mm -hmm. there was so much pressure. Even though I was performing well, exceeding the percentages, the goals, the projections, there was a physical pressure mm -hmm. on me. When I put in the physical resignation, I literally felt an energetic shift of liberty and freedom. Energetic yeah. immediately. 
And oftentimes, because we're in a capacity and we've done it for so long, we become accustomed to carrying pressure ultimately that we're not even physically built. Very true. But it's, it's like ending a bad relationship. Yeah. When you finally take that final breath of that, la that bad relationship and you walk away for real this time, a weight lifts off of you. I love that. For real this time. I'm quitting. Right. Yeah. Right, right, because you've done it before and you said it before. I'm I'm through with this. You know, people go to work every day and they say, I can't stand this job. I blah 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 blah. And see the, the 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 words that you speak will definitely become true. You know, when people say, Well, I can't stand this job, I need me if I need to find me a new job, blah blah blah. And then one day you come to work and they not necessarily fire you, but let's say the whole department shuts down or like all the people in the last year with the pandemic, all these people complained about work and the pandemic came and shut down everybody's job and snatched it all away. So it was like, yeah. you've been asking for this freedom. What you gonna do with it? You've been asking for this self-discovery because now I'm about to challenge you and see what you're really capable of doing. So what you gonna do with that? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's very interesting that you bring up the pandemic and I called it and have been calling it the, se the season. Mm -hmm. Come in our life and seasons go. Mm -hmm. So for many people that have been in this transition of maybe working from home, some of us have jobs that we're taking away completely. I believe all of that on a higher plane of consciousness and understanding, as we're talking about this evening, self-discovery. Mm -hmm. I personally believe it was a time to scale back, analyze, strategize your next move. Right. Apart from your company who's planning their moves with minimal consideration for you and mine, right? Right, right. However, they're moving about their life, they're moving about their corporate plan and strategy for their benefit. So we have to continue to develop and move in the same vein. And for all those that are listening, if you have not, let tonight be your starting point. Yeah. yeah. Let tonight be your breakthrough into your own self-discovery and freedom. And and one one key word that you mentioned is that plan. Like, you know, I having a plan, even though you don't really like your plan is never going to be concrete, it's never going to be guaranteed. And I think that's what people people refuse to plan because they want the guarantee that my plan is going to work. There is no guarantee that your plan will work, but you have to have yeah. a plan because, you know, it, uh, one of my college professors, one of my very first college professors told me when I went to school, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And for a long time, I didn't understand that because I thought that I had a plan. I was going to like, you know, when, when you said with the job, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to do this for years. I'm going to be uh, this big PR person. Here is my plan. <laughs> At least you had a plan, but you know, and it was like, no, nah, that's not what you're going to do. Because, you know, growing up, I, I was going to be a, uh, um, first I was going to be a, a vet because I was like, oh my God, animals. And then I went into childcare and I was like, I don't think I can do childcare. Then childcare kicked me into well, uh, personal training. And I'd be, I was a personal trainer for almost 15 years. And now here I am a life coach and doing this podcast. I never thought about that. So trust me, but I, all, I've always had some sort of plan. But my plan is always, and, and when you start looking back at the plan that you created, they're all connected. There's all pieces. There's all lessons that you can apply to the next journey in order to be effective and purposeful in that journey. And that, that's a huge part of the self-discovery. You take what you need and leave what you don't when you, when you go through life. Absolutely. Because life, again, we're talking about seasons, self-discovery and freedom. 
every season will be different. Yeah. But I think sometimes we forget the power that we hold and that we have the ability to execute as human beings, right? Yeah. yeah. So a man that are very big into wellness. And so we're three part beings, spirit, soul, and body. Right. The spirit of a man is has never and will ever be created to be bound and confined. Right. The spirit of a man is always created to be in an ever-changing, transformative state, advancing and ascending. Right. All right, evolution. So when you find your <laughs> different seasons where you are not in that ever transforming ascending state, yeah, begin to go back into analyzation. Yeah, see where the areas that may be holding you. A week ago, I posted on Instagram dysfunctional cycles. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when we do not face with strength dysfunctional cycles. It has a way you mentioned earlier in conversation, it has a way of resurfacing, right? Yeah, yeah. So what happens is that that unhealthy dysfunctional cycle resurfaces and what happens? It entraps you and keeps you from ascending. Exactly. <laughs> Another bad relationship. <laughs> right. And so at this point and where we are now, we should be much more advanced. Yeah. And mature in our decision making. You talked about planning in our planning. Life happens to all of us. However, I do believe that the principle works. Opportunities meet those that are prepared. Mm -hmm. Right? Some of us want to attain and you know accomplish lofty goals, but have you done the minimal work? Right. And so being on a self-discovery journey, there's a lot of correction. Right, right. In that self-discovery. But the self-discovery journey of correction. Is your refining you know what don't have don't have me pass around the offer offering plate this morning on this podcast <laughs> but yeah you and you are so right like you said you have to be prepared for what's coming you asking for all of these things but are you really prepared for it to show up and what i was going to say while you were talking and while i was thinking i said you know that that road to self-discovery is usually a lonely one Mm -hmm. Because even in that journey of self-discovery, you go through figuring out who people are to you, what they mean to you. You know, you don't necessarily have to completely stop talking to, communicating with, but your energy is changing. Their energy is changing. Right. So in order to figure out who you are, you have to stop being worried about everybody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, too, if you are an extrovert, let's if we can for a moment talk about the extrovert, because extroverts are so free. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So for that extrovert person who always feel the need to have people around them and you mentioned being alone, self-discovery for them is really a difficult thing to do. Yeah. So used to being fueled by other people's expectation, conversations, presence. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Bad things. But as you ascend and you grow and you mature, right? You allow yourself to segment those relationships so that you can always be advancing. So right. that you will not be entrapped by always having people, or always having that. I don't like the word codependency, but it is something that's true. Having exactly. that codependent attachment to people in order for you to move into your higher self. That is not a reality. No, it, it, it's not. It's not at all. And I think, like you said before, with the uh, I call it the pandemic, but you call it a season. I feel like that season. Yeah. 
it even the extroverts were 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 forced to kind of be within themselves and to be and as much as I don't like to say it and like to see it and even accept it, I think a lot of people missed, and I say that all the time, people missed the lesson of COVID-19 and being at home and being away from people and stuff like that. There's a lot of people who still miss that lesson. And, you know, just like any other, anything, not, not, nothing is constant but change. So are you going to be ready the next time this something like this happens where you have to be able to seclude yourself and love yourself because how do you expect somebody to love or like you or even being around be around you if you can't enjoy being around you? Absolutely. And you have to and I love that because along the journey, I'll speak to my self-discovery before I started Sean Inspires. It was yeah. a very lonely road. Yeah. I was always the guy in front. I was always the guy leading. I was always the guy talking. But I felt a strong pulling away for this transformation. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even about change, because if you change something, it can go back to its former state. Right. When you transform something, it can never go back to what it once was. Mm-hmm. And this was calling me into the new Sean. And before I stepped fully into Sean Inspires, life coaching, podcasting, the speaker was always there. I had breakfast with someone, a very dear friend of mine, about a year before I actually stepped into it. And we were having breakfast and she said, you know, you're stepping into the new Sean. Mm. And I sat there and I looked at her, the new Sean. Right. But it took time as I went into that self-discovery phase, right? For the surfacing and the transformation of the new Sean to come forth. Right. And this was a person who was already ascending and had yeah. reached their place of purpose. So that for me was my first guidepost of, okay, you better be ready. Cause this is getting ready to be intense and very fast. So the other thing I want to share with people as you're going through your self discovery, you will have, I call them angels in my pathway. Mm-hmm. That's my reference. You will have angels in your pathway that are assigned to you personal, whether it's professional, whether it's spiritual, you will have angels assigned to you to pour into you, to correct you, to love you along the journey. And know that it's okay. Right. They're not coming with selfish agendas. They're coming to push you further. Right. That's fine. And and, and it's not called like the, the new generation. They call it hate. And it's like, nobody's hating on you. Somebody's just trying to steer you in the right direction. Absolutely. Because Clearly, they see you going in a direction that is kind of destructive. So nobody is giving you any kind of guidance or anything like that. So let me steer you. But, you know, they they call that hate. No, don't correct me. Don't tell me that what I'm doing is wrong. Nobody said what you were doing was wrong. Right. Right. What we say, we just need to make a change on this or on that or, you know, just tweak something. But you also have to understand, like, you have to know who you have around you, too, because in you know, playing devil's advocate, you do have those people who are around you who are there to minimize who you are and take away from you and plug into you. Like I always tell people, you have energy vampires who come around you to uh, plug into you and they take your energy, they take your ideas. They Okay, now you're going into a new segment. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> but, but, but before you move on, one question that I had when it comes to self-discovery, what was the what was the hardest thing for you to alter about 
who Sean used to be in order to be prepared for this new self-discovery into who Sean is right now? What was the hardest thing for you to accept? The hardest thing for me, I believe for me personally to accept was this is your life purpose. Mm -hmm. All before it was, oh, this is another opportunity of leadership. This is another opportunity of leadership. When you're stepping into your life purpose, that comes with a new degree of strength and courage. Mm -hmm. And I say this and I say it with all sincerity and with all of my heart, because when you get to your place of purpose, your life changed. Yeah. You are no longer flying by the seat of your pants, the accountability, the integrity, your actions are weighed at a different level. Your words, even in your casual social dealing, people are always watching you, yeah. people are listening to you. I gained my first life coaching client by someone listening to a conversation I was having at a charity phone. Really? <laughs> so, for me, is accepting fully that this is my purpose. There's another level of accountability. There's another level of integrity. Yeah. Be always mindful of your conversation. Be always mindful of your behavior. Yeah. Because somebody is always watching. Yeah. Somebody's always watching. Somebody is always watching and they're watching. I think on the other end of it was there's a grace that comes along as mm -hmm. you, to help you move in that purpose. Whatever that may look like for you, because each of us have different avenues and paths. Yeah. Always given. Always. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your what what is your I guess specialty when it comes to life coaching? Because I know you went you were in PR before and things like that. What is your like I'm an emotional intelligence life coach? So I'm not gonna tell you about finance. I'm not a finance life coach. I don't I, yeah, I'm I'm all about your emotions and how you feel and how to create positive and happy lives. <laughs> Absolutely. So my specific area has always been personal and professional development. Okay. One of my strong gifting is the gift of the prophetic for the listeners that do not know what prophecy is, is the gift of foresight. Okay. And to hear. So that gift coupled with professional and personal development, I steer away from relationships. Sometimes yeah. people want to move <laughs> and I'm like, no, this is my lane. This is my area of expertise. I, right. I love coaching in personal and professional development. Yeah. Heartbeat. However, yeah. relationship, I have someone I can refer you to. That's not my area. No. Right. Yes. Yeah. See, I, I'm not a big relationship person either. I'm all about, I need to, I need you to figure out who you are Absolutely. in order to be in a relationship. You got to know what you have to offer before you go asking for a relationship because that's a whole nother realm of stuff. Yeah. Um, so in, in, in that self-discovery, yes. did you find yourself, I guess, losing people in situations that you thought were rooted people or situations? Right. Because you know your life is like a tree. You have rooted things you have that are there to feed you and put nutrients in you. And like you, this person is rooted in my life, or this situation is rooted in my life, and you realize you gotta dig that root up and let it go. Well, for me, I'm 44 now. I don't mind sharing my age. I'm 44. 44? When I was going into my self-discovery, I had just turned 40 in February. Okay. I resigned in April of the same year. And I went through a very intense path doing mm -hmm. 
period, right? And again, I was informed that in this next level, certain people could not go with you. Yeah. These are people that I thought were in my corner would always be there. Yeah. Or ascending again back to ascension. They were not prepared mm -hmm. emotionally, spiritually to go where I was destined to go. Yeah, yeah. And emotionally, was that difficult? Yes, but I had to answer the call. Yeah. I had to say yes to what was in front of me. Love you, yes, but have you done the work to do right. it? <laughs> There's the question. There is the question. <laughs> yeah, have you done the work? And so at that, at the minimal level, because I'm the kind, I'm a fair guy. And at the minimal level, whether it's relationship, business contracts, I want to see the minimal level of that which I've done in you. Mm -hmm. And if I can't see that, I immediately back away from it. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. And I ask that question because I, of course, encounter people all the time and you see situations and you see <clears throat> relationships that, you know, once you start, like I see past a lot of bullshit, if you will, with a lot of people. And I'm like, you're in a situation that you should have let go of. And we all have been there. I mean, I've been there before where it's like you saying, oh, I should have, could have, would have let that go. You always have an opportunity to let it go. And I said the rooted people, because we all have that feeling where we're like, this person is meant to be in my life. We're meant to be like, this is my best friend. This is my this, this is my that. And it's not just, now I'm about to ruffle some feathers here. So y'all better prepare. That's why I just stop myself. It's not, huh? Refining is good. Right. I'm about to ruffle some feathers, but everybody who knows me knows how I feel about this. Um, it's not always people who are just friends. It could also be family members, even people who are as close to you as your parents. And it's like, right. That's what I'm saying. So, like I said, I'm about to ruffle some feathers here. So y'all just better prepare yourselves. And y'all know I always got time if you want to come for me. But I'm going to say what I want to say. So um, sometimes you got to let that stuff go. Or you have to learn how to compartmentalize those people for that time being. Because people who are meant to be there, when you grow, you learn, you change, they're going to want to learn, grow, and change. So yeah, I'm here. And I, there's always room for you. But until you get here, I refuse to carry you on as my dead weight, whether we are related, whether we're best friends, we've been friends for years, you my sibling, hey, you got to go. Right, get it. Again, I believe it's the maturity. Yeah. You have to come to a place of maturity. You have to come to a place of personal accountability. And how mm -hmm. serious are you about your transformation? How exactly. serious are you about your freedom? Yeah. Going on your journey, self-discovery journey, and allowing yourself again to be open and to receive revelation yeah. of who people are in your life yeah. and where they belong, right? Because exactly. sometimes we think we really know, but we really don't know right. until we get a higher level of insight and revelation on really what this relationship is about. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So... All right, enough about the self-discovery. We will be right back, everybody. And when we come back, we're, we're going to talk about freedom. And, you know, hopefully Sean will share some of his freedom experiences with us and uh, let everybody in like he's been doing. So y'all stay right there. We'll be right back.
All right, y'all, we are back from that short break. Um, and now we're going to talk about freedom. Because once you go through the self-discovery and the ascension, like Sean likes to say, he likes to ascend and make sure everything's moving up, everything's progressive, you step into a realm of freedom. And I know when I went into my realm of freedom, I always tell people like now I'm at the corner of peace and happiness and I'm having a block party. So, you know, a whole barbecue, red cup, who brought the potato salad kind of block party. Like it's a good summer day. The wind is blowing. I am at the corner of peace and happiness in my life right now. And I refuse to let you come to my block party and disturb my peace, happiness and freedom now. So tell us what that feels like to you. Almost like how would you describe your freedom when you went through the self-discovery to figure out who you are and your in, in your your place of reasoning. As you were talking, and I am a faith man, I am a, a Christian. I'm not religious, I'm Christian and spiritual. So the word for me that came up was where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And so I say that because again, back to the spirit of a man has never been created and will never be created to be bound. Mm -hmm. by anything or anyone a man's spirit is created to be free and to soar right yeah so for me as i came through my self-discovery and entered and stepped into purpose into full passion that was very liberating yeah the weight that i was formerly carrying the oppressive energy that i was formerly carrying was no longer present physically or spiritually in my life so that allowed another part of me to shine through, right? Right. So that freedom for me is like almost as if, if you think about a newborn baby, when mm -hmm. a newborn baby is born, that baby is just excited about living. Right, right. It's nothing in the earth plane. It's simply <laughs> like a carefree child in the wind. They'll jump off the bed and just hope somebody can yeah. right? <laughs> because they're just living carefree, not reckless but carefree. Right. And so at that point, that is the design of God for all of his children is to be in that position of freedom. Yeah. It's the best place. Bliss. I call it bliss. Being free is a place of bliss. It's not about having all the money, right? Right. It's not about the biggest car, the biggest house. It's about being free within. Wait, say that again, because I always tell people the stuff don't mean nothing. Yeah. That ain't nothing but stuff. It's very true. And it's great to have all of those things, right? However, yeah. if you're not free within, you can't fully, because things have energy attached to it. Yeah. And not fully appreciate those things if your spirit is bound and not free. Yeah. Yeah. There's a different level of connectivity with things when your spirit becomes free. Yeah. It, it feels different. You appreciate it. Yeah. Differently. You no matter how big or small it is, you just appreciate its existence. Yeah. It's, or their existence. Because a lot of times, you know, we forget to appreciate the people that we have around us. Like just being in the moment and enjoying your own emotions during that moment. Like pay attention to how you feel. Because yeah. you know, feelings are free. You can feel how you want to feel. But you also have to understand that what you put out is what you get back. So absolutely. You know. <laughs> If you're putting out yeah. angry, pissed off, tense, tight all the time, and you wonder why you keep running into situations that cause you to be more and more frustrated, yeah. you kind of created this energy. Absolutely. Uh, one of I'll give the I'll give the audience a little bit of secret of mine. 
I always say you catch more bees with honey than vinegar. Right. right. So if you move about the world with honey inside, and from time to time, I just like to take a teaspoon of honey as a symbolic act, right? Yeah. yeah. To remind you, honey has a sweetness to it. It has a way of drawing things, right? Mm -hmm. When you move about the world with honey in your spirit, you will find you won't have so much bitterness attached to you. Bitter yeah. in your owners, right? And so at that point, when I was working in luxury retail, I was a product specialist for niche fragrances. And I would coach the people into understanding you're spending three and six hundred dollars and a thousand on some. It's not just about the fragrance. It's about what's on the inside of you. Right. Right. And so why would you have something so costly and be so bound and oppressed within? Right. Well, you know what? You know, as you was talking, I was thinking about people in and in, in, in when you mentioned fragrance, you know, Perfumes and colognes, they smell different on different people based on your own body. Absolutely. So if, if, if something stink on you, no matter how much it costs, it still stink. Absolutely. So, you, so that means you need to change your pH and some other stuff within you because right. uh, you paid $1,000 for this cologne and yeah. it ain't meant for you. Absolutely. So you paid all this money. Yeah, I paid a thousand dollars, but it's stank, and it make you stank. And since I called you stank, you got a stank attitude. So now, what you gonna do about it? Oh wow, that's funny. That's <laughs> that's hilarious. So freedom for me is living in your truth. Yeah. Being authentic, loving your life, right? Loving who you are, embracing everything about you. Maybe you're not built to be the body of a Tyson Beckford. However, you're smart. You have a great humor about yourself. All of those things are things that you should honor about you as an individual. Love being in your own skin. Love to being with you. Well, so you know, when, when, when people genuinely love and care for themselves, people genuinely love and care for them too. Absolutely. No matter what your because you know people have have validated yes. bodies and faces and things, right. and then it's like you know you get an average Joe person or somebody who you would consider an average Joe, and it, it's almost like the, the the confidence that that everybody this this I can't say newfound confidence because people have always been confident. And I'm trying to say this without making it sound like it wasn't before, but a lot of people are more aware of their body. Everybody's body positive. Hell, I, you know, even through the pandemic, people have gained 15, 20 pounds. Hell, I know I gained 20 that won't go nowhere. And guess what? I still love me. I still like me. So whether you like it or not, I still look good. So and that comes, um, that comes with being free. It, it does. And, and a lot of people, they're, they're finally discovering. And so my question to you as you were talking with that freedom, yeah. if you found somebody who is listening now or will listen later on and they say, well, how do I find or how do I begin my journey? How would you suggest my journey to freedom? How would I do that? Like, what, what would you suggest they start with? Well, I already knew how I was starting, but I'm gonna let you talk about that. Okay, so one of the first things I would suggest is and he said he keep coaching y'all, so take notes. Right, take, take no. <laughs> Plug into your life source, which is God, the king of the universe. He orchestrates all things. 
He moves people in the right place at the right time. That's called divine alignment. That will play again as angels in your pathway on your journey. Mm -hmm. Nothing will substitute for having that connection. Nothing, as my personal advice, nothing that you can replace will be able to fill that void if you are devoid of a spiritual relationship yeah. with the king of the universe. If you have no spiritual grounding, I call it floating. A lot of my friends know when I say the term floating, they're like, oh God, they, because you're floating. Yeah. You don't know where you are. You don't know what you're doing. That is not the divine plan for your life just to be floating and existing, right? No. Take the faith level step. Do the self-discovery. Stay open to what the universe want to download and say to you, whether it's through a movie again, at the gas station, at the grocery store, through nature, through birds, through a butterfly, through a ladybug. Be open, right? So that you can receive all of the things that is already set up for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And in addition to that, I would say as far as tangible goes, like when I first was going through my self-discovery and my allowing myself to be free to feel and be myself, I was watching, um, that's when The Secret was really popular. Yeah. And I would get up every morning and I would listen to it in the background, like when I was getting ready to work, because of course I was working corporate America, getting up early in the morning and I would just play The Secret and let it play in the background. And you hear different things each time you listen to it. Right. You know, even 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 the energy thing, like paying, paying attention to, that's when I paid attention to and discovered that what I give out, I'm getting back. Even if I speak it in a form of, I don't want it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like they, I think there was one part about it in there where they were talking about, um, bills you know yeah. oh i hope there's no bills in the mail you just mentioned bills so guess what you calling upon you you call us some bills you know and even paying attention to the little things something as small as and people think these think that i was weird with like the stoplights and i'm like y'all if you keep catching a yellow light you don't speed up faster to catch the next green one <laughs> you slow down and catch one of the red ones because the yellow lights is telling you to slow down because something could be yeah. harmful to you ahead. So something in the universe is trying to slow you down and you need to pay attention. But you know, most people, oh, I ain't catching this yellow light and they go into speeding up and guess what? Bam, you got a speeding ticket or you just ran through a red light or you get into a car accident or something like that. Yeah. You, miss, you miss what you're supposed to be paying attention to. Right, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So again, plug into life source. I can't mm -hmm. do anything that I have not experienced because then that would mean I'm not being authentic. Exactly. And so plug into your life source. I can honestly say everything that I've ever accomplished, the undercurrent of everything I've ever done was because God, the King of the universe, I always placed him first. I always sought his counsel first. Yeah. Also outweighs the voice of a mentor, the voice of a, a, a manager on the job. He's going to give you all of what you need to know of what they may not even tell you. Yeah, yeah. So at that point, get to your roots, you know, get to your roots. He made you, spirit, soul, and body. He made you. He knew all about you. So why not get that divine relationship? In? I think. It's okay, so, so, so here, here's something that's going to invoke some thought and conversation. I so you talk it. about <laughs> so you talk about um 
uh, spirituality and God and things like that. So a lot of people have a really bad relationship with the church, the spiritual leaders, the things like that. And here we are talking about freedom and self-discovery and you're, you're telling people to go and, and, and seek that, be open to that. But because a lot of people have such a bad relationship or a bad memory of, or they're choosing to now, you know, with, with everybody doing this whole self-discovery and stepping away, now a lot of floaters are there. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of floaters now because you have a lot of people who are trying to undo the mental thing that was put into them as a child that you have to go to church and you have to pay your tithes and you got to be in Bible study and blah, 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 blah. And that relationship was bad. So now here they are breaking away from it. And becoming a floater because to explore and understand anything other than that kind of religion, because they're they're not there's a religious word, you know, the people need to understand that there's a difference between religion and spirituality. So a lot of people have been taught to be religious. Right. And when you turn to and become more spiritual, right. it it pulls you away from what you were, 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 were taught. You know, your grandparents, your great-grandparents, your, your parents, where you gotta go to church. How, what advice would you give to somebody who is going on that, 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 that discovery of freedom, who have a bad taste in their mouth about religion? Because you talk about God and, and things like that. What, what advice would you give to somebody for that? So I'm glad you asked. I was one not raised in a spiritual Christian environment. Mm -hmm. um, my family would not go to church, pay your tithes, all of that. However, as I became older, I was more open to God, right? I know my lifestyle. I'm very confident as a gay man that is a believer. I've worked in ministry. Um, for me, I was more concerned, and I think this is where we get it confused, and if I could share some clarity. Mm -hmm. We have a way of putting so much expectation on not even spiritual leaders, but I would say because it is religion, there's different types of religion. We put so much expectation on people that are in spiritual positions as religious leaders, right? right. We really should not do that. Right, right, because because there are people just like us. Yeah, yeah. When you place a person or a certain religion on a pedestal, you have already set yourself up for dysfunction and ex dysfunctional expectations. Yeah. You have. Where your, where your relationship is the better word should be focused on the one who made you. Right. Right? We all error in, in fault. So have they erred in fault along their journey as pastors, teachers? I'm sure. Yeah. So for the person who is on that get to your root. Don't even, I wouldn't even say, I'm not against anyone's religious organization because again, I have mentors that are pastors and leaders. Right. To me, importance is having a relationship with God. Yeah. And whatever you call your God, right? As long as he's not the devil. Let's be clear in that. Um, make sure you get it intact. Whatever that may be for you, whatever that look like for you, right? It is important that you have that so that you have grounding and footing as you journey in your life. Mm -hmm. Don't allow, again, if I can say this, don't allow a religion to 
validate you or disqualify you, right? Because some of us have had that, as Tyrell mentioned, we've been shunned away, we've been talked about, we've been ostracized, right? However, there's a new wave on the scene now. Yeah. And the new wave is about liberty. Yeah. So if you're not moving in that new wave of liberty and true love and unity, you're missing the real move of God. Oh yeah. And 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 I I kind of wanted to go into that without, you know, saying that part because it is Pride Month and pride to me is about the self-discovery. It's about the freedom. It's about being able to be yourself, understand who you are and understand your place on this earth and in this energy that we all carry. So I wanted to, you know, because and, and I was like, I, I know that that um, you are part of the, the LGBTQ community. I don't want to offend anybody, but um, I didn't want to just throw that in there because that's part of freedom and a part of this month. And that's what I'm calling it self-discovery of freedom because you know growing up a lot of the lgbtq community children are you know especially when it comes to the black family you know it's you know god and it's wrong to be gay and it's and it's like so you're telling somebody that it's wrong for them to be themselves but it's okay for you to be a hoe <laughs> right yeah wait wait did i just throw that out there and, and hit somebody <laughs> You did. I did. <laughs> so, you know, that's where the freedom part comes from. When you figure out who you are and you understand, especially when it comes to the, the fight that we have to, you know, go through. And we don't necessarily even have to go through that fight. And I think, you know, people, anger is an easy emotion. You know, there are five steps of grief. Anger is usually the easiest one for people to get to and it's one that people usually get stuck at. And that's where the fight comes from, where people automatically think that in order for me to be myself, I got to defend myself. Right. Why? These people are not, as long as they are not harming you or doing anything to destroy you, you know, physically, because people are going to talk anyway. People are going to say what they want to say. They're going to believe what they want to believe. And those who are not meant to be in your life or in your circle, they're, they're going to fall off anyway. You ain't got to fight them off. It's not always a, a war or a battle. Absolutely. And, you know, it's it's funny you, you mentioned that. I believe, again, in alignment. And when you are fully sure in who you are, mm -hmm. the universe has a way of shielding you from, you talked about energy vampires earlier. Yeah. Um, parasitic spirit energies, the universe has a way of not even allowing them to come in your space. Right. So, because you are so locked in and sure about who you are, right? You have your discernment is up and open that comes yeah. connected and plugged in. So at that point, you can live free and not have to worry about who's in my circle. Right. My circle, who's endorsing me, who's for me, who's supporting me. You don't want to live like that. No, no. At that point, you're not living. Yeah, you don't want to live like that. If you're not even living if you're constantly looking over your shoulder. Absolutely. And trying to figure out who's here to harm me. Like, at what point do you enjoy the, the, the big picture in front of you? You can't enjoy the big picture in front of you constantly doing this. Yeah, absolutely. That's not living free. No, not, not at all. No, you're bondage. You're yeah, exactly. so religion, religious bondage. Let today be your day of freedom. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're confused, 
let today be your day of freedom. Yeah, yeah. So I guess the tangibles, what what would you allow people to take away from today's podcast? What would be something that they can take away, whether it's a word of encouragement, like you always say, I'm here to encourage you, whether it's your word of encouragement or phrase or something that you live by or something that you want people to remember as they go through the trials, tribulations, changes, and struggles of life? What would you say? One golden nugget that I would like to say as we close mm-hmm. this segment, or come to the close of this segment, is that mm-hmm. live in truth. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to start your self-discovery journey, or don't be afraid to cross over to the other side of that journey. Mm-hmm. Be open what the universe want to deliver to you because it's all good. Yeah. If there's anyone thinking that, or as you mentioned, putting out there something adverse, let today be your shift of expecting something wonderful. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I will say as we close the segment, tomorrow when you wake up, expect something new and something great to happen. Right. And my firm belief is this, I'm giving away all my good nuggets. Come on. We, we want them. Expectation is the breeding ground for manifestation. Say that again. Expectation is the breeding ground for manifestation. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is that you are expecting, I'm going to charge you to expect something great to manifest. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So definitely. That, that was my nuggets. Definitely. So I hope y'all have been taking notes because this has been an amazing segment today on the Let's Hill podcast with Sean Allen. Go, uh, Sean, go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you at or where they can see you at or anything like that. That's not. I see you have your Instagram handle on there, but tell everybody where you are, your website, things like that. That's not on here. Yes. Talk so to actually, people. If, well, I'll make your life easy. Actually, if you follow me on Instagram, as Tyrell mentioned, Sean underscore inspires with an S. You can plug into my bio and there's the website link for you. I'm also on Twitter at Savvy Shawnee. Um, that's pretty much it. That's where you can find me. Easy to find. Inbox me, ask questions. You have a great source, a great leader. He's a cohort in the Life Coaching Podcast, Phil. Yeah. I love it. I, I love seeing Kings come to the forefront. It's amazing to have that. So thank you guys so much for having me on. Definitely. So, And I, I definitely appreciate you for being here. Um, and everybody who is tuned in, I appreciate you for tuning in today. And uh, yeah, that is the show today. So, you know, self-discovery and freedom that this whole month is going to be about self-discovery and freedom. And I will have different people on every week and we're, we're going to talk about self-discovery and freedom because just like healing, when I come up with Let's Heal, healing means something different to everybody. Everybody has their own self-discovery and freedom and it means something different to them. So here's my opportunity to give you information to help you get to your path of self-discovery and freedom. And until next time, remember to drink your water and mind your own ball-headed business. Sean, stay right there. I'll be everybody else. I'll see y'all next time. Wow. Love that. Great.